Disclaimer, we are not doctors or scientists. We are simply defenders of the imagination. This is not a safe place to affirm your beliefs and opinions. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of the Imaginary of Thought. My name is Trey White. I'm with my co-hosts Ron and Zach. Guys, say hey. Uh, what's up, y'all? Hey, how's it going, y'all? Uh, um, uh, first of all, I apologize for my uh, absence. I've been sick the last couple of uh, about a week or so, but I'm back now. I'm ready to go. And yeah, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I guess uh, we're going to continue on with uh, talking about some more like Savannah ghost stories and things like that. And uh, um, even go over a little bit of uh, Saint, the St. Patrick's Day history, uh, St. Patrick's uh, Day parade history, because uh, here in Savannah, we have, uh, uh, you know, a big parade for that. Like, it's like we're, we're famous for it. Like, and at one time, like we were like the biggest one in the uh, country at one moment. Yeah. I think so. I think um, I know. Like I know now, we're like number three. I think. I'm pretty sure. Pre- pretty sure we. I think we might e- might even be number two, but we've always been one of the biggest ones in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then obviously the other two would be uh, probably uh, Boston and New York. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I, I would know. I'm I'm a I'm, I'm all involved in. And the uh, Irish stuff here, my family, you know, I'm a member of the parade committee and uh, Knights of Columbus and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so you're, uh, you're in the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? That's what, you're not the first guy to say that. <laughs> Have you ever been in the parade, Trey? 
Oh yeah, I have. Yes, a lot. Um, when I was younger, though, I used to march in it with my dad, which of course he's you know he still does. In fact, the the month of March is like his biggest busiest month. He's doing something every day almost with the different uh, events going on for St. Patrick's Day that we got going. Oh yeah, probably the most exciting time of the year. Oh yeah, for a lot of people it is. Definitely. Especially with you know, if you're Irish. <laughs> yeah. Well, for sure. Or if you like yeah. to drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to drink a lot. But everyone's uh Irish on St. Patrick's Day, you know. I've actually got a little bit of Irish in me. I think uh the ancestry.com thing it was like ten percent or something like that. So, <laughs> a little fraction. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why you ended up moving to Savannah, Ron, it was destined to be yeah. There's an Irish in you, Kong. Yeah, and, and you know, there's uh you know, the Irish people have always been uh criminated against and uh prejudiced against. Like for example, like I got some uh notes here about the history. Uh British botanist in the uh fifteen and sixteen hundreds, they used to uh they suggested in their writings that the Irish were wild men who would eat clovers off the ground like cattle. Like be on the ground, like on their hands and knees, like eating, eating clovers. <laughs> eating clovers. Like, oh, hey guys, I found a four leaf one over here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> so there's always, uh, you know, that kind of prejudice against the Irish and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and of course, um, if you know, they had the um, potato famine that happened in like 18. 18- 1870s, I think, maybe 1880s, if I'm not mistaken, where the whole country almost got starved out, at least anybody that was Irish, um, because the potatoes, they had potato blout, and they wouldn't grow. So people were uh, starving, and, they, and, they, and that was like one of their main crops was potatoes. And they, a lot of them, uh, then they couldn't afford to live or to pay oh. rent. Yeah. So they're yeah they're getting kicked out of their houses by the British overlords, and uh, things went from you know bad to worse. I think it lasted about four years. Yeah, that's pretty brutal to think about, like having to survive like that. Yeah, there's like uh, statues in Ireland of Dublin, I believe, of like emaciated people um, standing there to like kind of you know honor the memory of what happened yeah and, and actually a little bit of history into actually the i guess we'll go into the origins dive into it saint patrick did you know he was he wasn't irish <laughs> what, what was his nationality he was he was a uh british he was born in britain to uh christian a christian family of roman citizenship in the late fourth uh century and uh, what happened is he was kidnapped uh, around 16 years old by Irish raiders. And uh, for six mm-hmm. years, he was held in captivity by them. Um, and he eventually, uh, I guess during that time, he must have, you know, learned about Christianity. Uh, because, you know, at that time it, uh, in Ireland, it was all about like, you know, paganism and stuff like that, like the old gods and stuff. So he, uh, when he escaped uh, to Britain... Um, he, uh, you know, got into, uh, 
being a part of the Catholic Church, and uh, he wanted to uh, bring Christianity to Ireland. Um, by the time he died, uh, the majority of Ireland was Christian. So he was like one of the most successful missionaries like in history. No, that's cool. Yeah, I'd have no clue. I I definitely didn't know that he wasn't Irish for sure. <laughs> yeah, but that's like the that big, was like the whole like point. <laughs> that's a big curveball there, but you know, I guess that's why he was uh, you know held to example. Like for for example, do you know why green is uh, big for I- for the uh, Irish uh, parade and all that kind of stuff and and culture? Money. Uh, it's because <laughs> of the Irish rebellion of uh, independence in 1641 like ever since then you know like it's a way to kind of show like hey uh you know we stand with the irish you know we're, like we're not, irish pride kind of yeah irish pride we're not and even for other people you know that you mm-hmm. know saying we're not uh prejudiced against them you know sham the shamrock that wasn't actually uh represented with the irish until or even saint patrick uh, until like 1200 years after its death Oh, what, what, oh made, what made them like uh, <clears throat> connect that with with St. Patrick's Day and with the Irish? Uh, the whole thing about like the prejudice, how they they said the uh, it's actually you know it's actually a discriminating thing because it was from uh, the British prejudice saying that uh, the Irish eat clovers like uh, cows. Oh, okay, yeah, like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, the first uh, St. Patrick's Day parade was held on March 17th, 1601 uh, at a sp- Spanish colony, which is uh, where St. Augustine, Florida is now. And oh, it was, that's like yeah. one of the oldest cities in America, isn't it? Yeah, and it was under the direction of a uh, Irish vicar, which is like a representative uh, for the uh, bishop, for a bishop of the Catholic Church. Florida, huh? Out of all places. Yeah, so uh, that's some history there. And, and, you know, there's even some uh, other, like, esoteric-type history into the St. Patrick's Day Parade, too. Oh, I'm sure it is. Like the whole him chasing away the snakes, uh, you know? Mm -hmm. That's basically, like, symbolic for him, like, chasing away the uh, pagans and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know too much about that. Was he he like su- supposedly chased every snake out of Ireland that there was? That was the mm-hmm. legend. Yeah, that's the legend for sure. But not literally a snake, <laughs> I guess. Like <laughs> you know, yeah, like that's a good job. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's some history. So do you guys have any uh, uh, funny St. Patrick's Day stories from your experience here? No man. I don't have any funny ones. I do remember not too long ago, one of the parades we went to, actually, I think Wally, your brother, Ron, was with us. We were downtown and went to the parade and went hanging out all day. And then towards the end of the night, all the power went out in the city. So it was like the biggest day of the year in our city as far as tourists. So there's thousands and thousands of people all downtown, you know, already going wild. And then the power went out. So that was definitely a pretty memorable St. Patrick's Dude, Day for me. I think I was there, but that was at nighttime. Was that at nighttime? Yeah, it was at yeah. This was so like we hung out during the day, and but this was at nighttime that the power went out. So I think I, I think you were there. Um, but yeah, we ended up just 
wandering around all of downtown and just getting into all kind of fun with the power out the entire time. But that was a lot of a, a lot of fun and kind of crazy on such a, a busy day. Yeah, was, uh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was like a yeah pretty momentous thing that if you lived here, you definitely remember the the day that the power went out. And I don't know what it was for. I don't know what the reason was, but I don't know. I always just thought that was kind oh, of funny. It happened on such a busy day. Where we were, though, there was a uh, DJ. I think they still like they still had it going on. They had generators or something like that. So even though it was like all dark, there was like one there like still like some people. Still, yeah, we like, ended up music and stuff. I think crazy. we ended up going to like somebody's house, like a party there, and yeah, if I remember right, they somehow they were making it work. You know, of course, here in Savannah with. <laughs> hurricanes and stuff we have generators so somebody had this smart idea to bust out the generator and keep the party going for you if, if you're not yeah, really from yeah. here haven't heard much about savannah we're we're a pretty big party town especially when it comes to saint patrick's day it's like we i don't know the number but we triple in size on that day there's hundreds of thousands of people that come to visit like kind of like ron mentioned it's one of the biggest celebrations in the country for that day and that's and especially uh, this year is going to be extra big, they say, because we've been absent for two years with no parade, which is like, uh, what was it, like the second time in history that that they didn't have a St. Patrick's Day parade? Right. Yeah, I, I can imagine only, only the uh, first time that it happened back to back like that. But yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Missed very many parades over the year. I think I think the first one was like. For uh, believe it or not, like an, another ap- an epidemic, um, like the Spanish flu or so, you know, something like that. I think was the reason for you know back in the day for the first time we missed it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it shows that people here are going to party no matter what. It's going to take a pretty big event to stop that from happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, don't take away our parade, man. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I heard. Uh, you you remember that dude? Uh, there was this one guy. He lived uh, over there at uh, Skinner's place. He uh, was talking about how back in the day here in Savannah, like, because he's an older dude, like back in the seventies and stuff like that. Like, uh, um, the they the cops and everything like that were cool with the chicks flashing their their tits for uh, beads and stuff because they're bringing the money and everybody was, you know what I mean, like. <laughs> So they were kind of overlooking it, uh, but then dudes started getting on top of cars and pulling out their wieners, and then then, they, then it ruined the fun for everything. They had to just like crack down. Now you've gone too you know? far. Yeah, <laughs> and it ruined. You know what I mean? It messed it up for everybody. I think they're definitely here towards the newer parades. They're trying to go for more like a family friendly thing as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But there's like, a lot, there's a lot of different rules this year. Like they're taking away a lot of the beer stands and stuff. Yeah, and you like got to kind of go in bars, and you can't drink in certain areas. The thing with Savannah, like, we're, we're the hostess city of the South, right? You know, it's supposed to be all about uh, Southern hospitality. <laughs> and we all talk like that. <laughs> you know, but uh, in, rea- in reality, like, we're rowdy. And uh, even comedians and musicians, they won't come to Savannah and perform just because it, we just get to, you know... <laughs> Get, get too get too rowdy. They don't want to uh, come around here, you know. Really perform, around, you know. So so you know, I can understand the city wanting to, you know, 
tame us, I guess. <laughs> so we can start getting some uh, better entertainment around here. Yeah, and Savannah's also, there's not very many cities in the country with open container laws like that. So if you're not from here, a lot of places in Savannah, you can just walk around with a beer in your hand and the cops won't do anything. And a lot of cities, it's not like that. So you really can just explore and go wherever you want and carry a beer with you to keep the fun going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know they, they limit that, too, like, as far as the parade goes this year. Like, you know, there's, like, very uh, little places that you can do that this year. Uh, yeah, I, I guess they're I trying to keep it contained. Yeah. Which kind of takes away from the, from the fun for me, you know. Like, I can't believe they got rid of the beer uh, guys, you know, like the beer stands. And I think if you want a beer, you got to go to a bar, which is crazy for me to wait to go wait in line at a bar on St. Patrick's Day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the price and the wait makes it not, makes you not even want the beer at that point. Right. Goodness gracious, man. That's crazy. Like, I'm down for the fun and everything like that. Like, I'm actually drinking a beer right now uh, for the, you know, to get into the festivities. But uh, yeah, I I would I hate going downtown. I've been it like one time during St. Patrick's Day, and it's just like I, I'll never do it again. It's just like the whole time, like I'm just like bumping. I'm kind of introvert already, and I'm just like bumping shoulders with people, like all the way down River Street. You know, like this is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do it. I mean, I used to love it. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I used to go to all the time. My friends, the bills. You know, when you're younger. It's a big deal, man. It's like, oh, St. Patrick's Day is coming. Like, everybody gets together. We go downtown. Of course, we get fucked up. And, you know, now that I'm older, I, like you said, Ron, I could honestly care less about all that. I'm, I'm, I would, I would rather, much rather, stay home and stay away from all the craziness, yeah. all those crazy people, <laughs> all those crazy, people. all the tourists and everybody getting too, way too. Like, I see some crazy stuff, man. Like people. People like, oh, you still there? You still there, Trey? Trey, we've lost Trey. We've lost him. He got sucked into the party. Trey, uh, I guess uh, leave and come back. Maybe try, maybe if the invite's still good, if you can hear us. But yeah, so you don't have any... Uh, yeah, I guess that one store, that was pretty uh, cool. But yeah, yes. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm a lot like you. I'm, I'm pretty anti-social so this this point in my life you couldn't pay me to go downtown uh and be around that many people like you like you said shoulder to shoulder so i had my fun doing it when i was younger and you know maybe as i get older it'd be fun to take a kid there and let them experience it but yeah i'll be be anyway i'll be far away from from downtown on that day absolutely with the parade like yeah with the um that's cool, you know, but the rest of that, no. No, yeah, you got to get in, see the parade, and then get out before it gets dark. Mm-hmm. Oh, Trey's uh, bouncing in and out. Hopefully, we'll uh, connect back in again. But, uh, yeah, actually, uh, it's funny because the original St. Patrick's Day uh, event, like in Ireland, uh, before it was, you know, did you know that the first St. Patrick's Day parade was here in America? Like, that's crazy to think about. Like, no, I didn't know that. that I mean, that that sounds kind of funny because, like, the whole 
thing like you were discussing the guy you know he wasn't even irish and then the first parade was in america Hello? So it's kind of crazy but no i didn't know that you're right, back tra- trace back i am uh you guys kind of something's going on with my uh recording here i I can hear my own voice. I can barely hear y'all. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you, did you ever get the some uh, mic or anything yet? Not yet. Uh, we're, we're, we're working on that, guys. We're, you know, we have our overtime, you know. And uh, hopefully, I was actually thinking, like, hopefully next year uh, around this time, we can dig into the uh, more occult hidden stuff about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. We lost Trey again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the original uh, St. Patrick's Day was actually a, a day of like mourning. Okay. It was, uh, they would actually like, you know, close off all the uh, pubs and stuff like that. It was, you were just supposed to just like, uh, you know, like uh, show respect, I guess, like mourn, and, you know, just have, it's like a remembrance day type thing. Yeah. So, basically exactly the opposite of what it has become to this point now it's a i mean i guess i say it like that but i don't really know i don't think i've ever experienced it in a different city and they do do have like a big fancy mass held you know the morning of saint patrick's day but for most people here at least i feel like it's a celebration more than a day of mourning and most people wouldn't even know what that's what it was for that's something that i just learned for the first time yeah, and, and uh, Ireland didn't start getting into the uh, parade bandwagon until the uh, mid nineteen nineties, and uh, oh, wow. so it's for tourism and stuff like that. Yeah, hey, kind of capitalize on it. <laughs> We're Ireland. <laughs> That's wild. I didn't realize that. I figured that. I mean, without having done any research, I just figured that that was where it had originated and where it was the most popular. But yeah, I would definitely like to do. Like you said, maybe next year I can do a little more research and we can deep dive in even deeper. I feel like I should know more than I do, having lived here my whole life. I am back. Can you hear us? I am, and now I can, I can hear y'all, and y'all aren't. It was like you guys were echoing. I apologize, everybody. No, uh, what happened is kind of kicked off there. It's something with uh, – it's been bugging bugging since the beginning like it started playing like the, our intro song or something like that like out of nowhere like what the hell oh really but, yeah <laughs> oh, i apologize I'm, I'm back now i can hear it I, it was like you guys were like echoey like and i could hear like my voice like over you guys was like whoa what's going on here uh, <laughs> um but uh i guess uh so is there anything y'all, you know, want to talk more about St. Patrick's Day? Like, any you guys got any stories or things you wanted to add in on that? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I don't think I have as, as much St. Patrick's Day as, as I've had and been to. I don't, I don't remember anything necessarily, like, like super crazy for me to, like, uh, uh, that I can remember. Other than like uh, what Zach was saying, man, you know the night that the uh, power went out that that was a that was a fun night. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I almost got arrested by some cop because I, I I was drinking and um I think I was it was a female cop I think I was messing with her or something and mm-hmm. through the crowd and she, she snapped at me mm-hmm. and, and like and, and I thought I was gonna get arrested or something she was really angry at me. Damn, acting the fool. 
Yeah, I was acting crazy, which I usually don't don't do. I try not to do, even when I'm drinking. You know, I try to be cool. My last thoughts on it is, I'd say, you know, I recommend it for the families to come hang out. You know, enjoy the parade, but uh, enjoy the city and everything like that, even outside of it. Oh yeah, there's definitely a like a family oriented area atmosphere, and then there's like the like I guess I'll say maybe River Street would be like the party kind of atmosphere. So if you if you're looking to party like River Street area, if you're trying to just bring your family out, definitely stay with the in the parade route and stuff. Actually, I was thinking uh, the one of the biggest ones. I think it might have been New York or Boston had up to three million people on the parade route. I believe it's um, I think it's New York. New York's number one, and Boston is number two, if I'm not mistaken. Can you imagine that three million people? Like, I know, man, just... and then. You know, I, I always thought like maybe the Macy's Day Parade would be bigger, but no, it's St. Patrick's Day is a big deal in uh, New York, apparently. Drink beer and just be, you know, be rowdy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense. A lot a lot of uh, Irish in New York, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. Watch, yeah. watch Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, Going into the last episode there, Trey, you had some, uh, you know, ghost stories you you wanted to kind of share because another thing about Savannah here is, you know, for the people who've heard the first episodes, we're one of we're famous for being a haunted city. We are one of the most haunted cities in America. I know a lot of people say that, but um, I believe that is, you know, it's got to be on paper somewhere (laughs) to be to be official, you know. Yeah, we're supposed. To, yeah, we're supposed to be one of the most hottest cities in America for sure. And uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely got a a ghost story or two to share. If you guys would like to hear it, yeah, uh, one I'd like to share. Uh, yeah, to maybe talk about is uh, our friend who had a uh, house downtown that she had bought and where she couldn't keep uh, tenants. You know. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, I had uh uh she yeah, she's a good friend of mine. Um she used to be my manager and everything at a, a subway I worked at. And you know, even before that, she was a, a real close friend of mine. Oh, yeah. And um she had a, a a house downtown, it was two stories, and she would rent the upstairs out of people, and a lot of people would uh Stay there for a little while and they would leave because they would say that there's too much weird stuff going on in that house and that she just couldn't keep attended. And there was another girl and her boyfriend that uh, worked me at Subway at the time and she let them kind of stay upstairs for a free charge for a little while while they until they got their feet. And they were telling me that they were up there kind of trying to go to sleep one night and that they heard a, a bunch of uh, footsteps like yeah. kind of just, you know, going around the whole the the whole entire upstairs. And they were, of course, kind of nervous about it because, you know, they, obviously they were the only ones that were supposed to be there. And... Um, you know, she didn't tell me a whole bunch, but I, I do remember saying that they that they're definitely freaked out by that. 
they hear like some like they said it sound like like faint whisperings in the background, and they uh were so freaked out by it. I guess they had like sleeping bags and stuff, and they moved the sleeping bags all the way to the edge of the staircase that was going back downstairs. Because <laughs> they were just uh, so freaked out what was going on. Yeah. And uh, I think they said they stayed there for like two nights. Yeah. And they, they decided, like, screw this. Like, we're out. We're not doing this no more. Yeah, that's so crazy, crazy, man. Because, yeah. like, free of charge, like, and everything like that, you're just like, nah, fuck that ain't. Yeah. And it was, and it's a nice, <laughs> real, because I've, I've been there myself. It's a, a very nice uh, spot mm-hmm. upstairs, you know? And like you know, and there's furniture up there, um, everything. And they just decided like this is just too much. And we're gonna say screw this. We're out. When you went and visited up there, Trey, did you did you like sense anything? No, you know I didn't sense anything. But but you know I'm no clairvoyant by by any means. Um, but you know of course I I, I think I kind of freaked myself out. You know. Like when I was walking downstairs, I got like an eerie feeling, like saying, "Oh, somebody's behind me," but I, I can't verify if that was like a real, a real like sensation that I was feeling, or it was just me kind of scaring myself, essentially, you know. <laughs> yeah, you might already have that. You already had the idea in your head, so you might exactly have I already of, had the idea in my head that, that something was going on, and it was in like, and I was kind of looking for that, like you said, I was kind of. When I went up there, I wanted to see if I could kind of feel anything or see if anything happened, and uh, nothing did. It was, but it was just when I was going downstairs, I was the last person to leave and go down. And I was just like kind of looking over my shoulder, like, oh, jeez, kind of getting like eeriness, you know? Yeah, I mean, well, honestly, uh, you remember, you know, for the audience, uh, the uh, game PT. Uh, it was just a teaser. PT. And, that that yeah. I was trying to think of the name of that not that long ago. Yeah, it was like a Silent Hill uh, demo. Like some hacker uh, or some, you know, he bugged the game or, you know, figured out how to look at it from a 3D perspective. And mm. Haido Kojima has the ghost that you see every once in a while. He has her following you the whole time. Like she's always behind you. So whenever you're turning, like she, she's always behind you. Like... So, like, what you're saying right there, like, you get that creepy feel, like, someone's behind you, turn around, like, there's nobody there, but she's actually still behind you. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that in the game. That she yeah. was behind you. <laughs> so, you know, just get that, you, he was trying to, I guess, give you that that sensation of someone behind you, and, like, you can hear them breathing on you and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. You said that was, you said that was Silent Hill, Run. Yeah, it, well, it was, uh... It was a demo. Yeah, it's it supposed to be the demo because at the end you find out it was uh, the dude from The Walking Dead guy, and uh, it was like a new Silent Hill game. But, uh, yeah, but it never it never came to fruition. It just kind of uh, fizzled out, which yeah. which really sucks because people were excited about that game because uh, just because of that that demo PT was so was so cool. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. pro- probably one of the spookiest mm-hmm. experiences I've had like playing a game. <laughs> but um yeah uh isn't didn't you actually uh ha- uh have some experiences at Bonaventure Cemetery? Um 
you know, not really a Bonaventure Cemetery. Um, I did have an experience with a friend of mine that was probably like one of my most notable experiences. Um, if you guys want to hear that one, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I uh, so this this is a friend of mine. Um, I knew her pretty good, and be, and before I you know tell a story, I you know I want to say she she told me a lot of things about her house that were going on, and and not just her house, but in other places. And I talked to her in uh, detail about a lot because you know I'm interested in all this, right? You know. So I talked to her a lot about like and got the most detailed information I could about what was going on, what she was experiencing. And in the end, I came to believe that she would that she was kind of uh, sensitive to this stuff, you know. Like maybe she didn't know it, but but I believe that she was kind of sensitive because the way she was explaining it and what was going on. And not only her, but her she had a daughter, a little daughter that was about five years old that I knew very well also. And she was also having experiences. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe she got, kind of passed it down, you know? And um, the, the the most uh, notable one for me, you know, it only lasted about a second, you know? But, you know, it, that's all you need, like, to be, you know, for, for your life to change as far as, like, par- paranormal stuff goes. Like, one second... And like my whole entire like life, I was like, wow, you know that, you know, I've always believed in ghosts like my whole life. I've never had something personally happen to me until until this. And once that happened, it was like, wow, like I like you know confirmed, you know, there is something going on, either after we die or something. You know, it may not be after we die, but there's something going on. Like I don't know, you know, what it could be. But but she, I was in her house, and she used to always tell me a story of a little boy that was um, in her in her house, and the little boy would mess with uh, her daughter, her daughter uh, in particular, and she would uh, apparently the, the child was supposed to be a little boy would pull the pillows out of her head when she was sleeping and throw them on the ground. Mm. And um and I asked her about that. I go, hey, d- does is is this somebody like a little boy? I mess with you at night. And she goes, yeah, he gets on my nerves. He pulls the pillows out of my head at night, and I can't sleep. And she doesn't even sound like scared or anything. She sounded more annoyed, if anything, that this uh, you know child spirit was just kind of messing with her and wouldn't let her sleep. And so you know, I heard that, and I was like, okay, you know, that's cool, you know, whatever. That's a cool story. And then I was over there one night. Uh, I was in her bathroom. And um, I turned the lights off the bathroom. And I was leaving. And when I walked out of the bathroom, all the lights were off for some reason. And I go, um, I go, hey, uh, Kim, you know, or I go, hey, what's going on? I, I can't see shit. Turn the light on. And, and as I said that, or I go, I can't see shit. I heard a voice of a child go, um, walk into the light. And right after that happened, boom, the, the lights turned on. Dang. And um, I see Kim standing there, not very far away from me. And we're, and, you know, I didn't say anything about this to her at first. We we're just talking. Yeah. 
And a couple of minutes go by, and I'm looking around, and I kind of expect to see uh, her daughter. And I go, hey, where's, uh, you know, where's, where's your daughter at? I just heard her. And she goes, what do you mean you just heard her? She, she's in bed. She's been in bed for hours. And I go, well, I go, well, who was that, that child I just heard that, that told me to walk into the light? And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, like, what do you mean? Like, there's nobody else here but you and me. And as soon as she said that, I was just like, like, what? <laughs> like, what What do you mean? Like, I heard a, a kid, you know, assuming it was her. And, you know, now that and after I had some time to think about it, it didn't sound like her daughter. It sounded like a, a male, like a, a young, you know, adolescent male voice. Yeah, little boy. Yeah, yeah, and man, let me tell you, it, it was like, and, and I and I could hear it, like I could hear the voice right now in my head, you know, like it was a raspy kind of voice. It was a walk into the light, like that, and I told her about that, and I was like, you know what, I'm I'm getting the hell out of here, Kim. You know, I'm kind of freaked, and and as I was telling her that. There was like a toy, like it was a toy robot on her table in her living room. Like her living room was kind of cluttered with like kids' toys and clothes. Like there's stuff all over the place. And um, a, a toy robot just starts out of nowhere when I was talking to this about her. Like I was like, I heard this voice and I'm getting out of here. And the, the robot just goes, burn, 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 and just kind of turns on. <laughs> you know, and I go, what is the deal with that robot? And she looks at me and goes, she goes, I don't know, Trey. She goes, that that robot has no batteries in it. It's supposed to have batteries. <laughs> and I go, what the fuck? I go, okay. I go, I'm out of here. And I left. And I kind of re regret that now. I wish I would have stayed and like maybe been like, uh, you know, let let's figure out what's going on here. Like, you know, mm -hmm. maybe maybe try to to communicate with it or, you know, something. But I was just so freaked out at the time. From, you know, that that's that was my first like a, a kind of paranormal experience I ever had. So I was yeah. just like out of there, you know. To shock I think you made system. the right choice to get out of there. <laughs> GTFO, you know. <laughs> that would have been my best. <laughs> the manliness goes out the way when that robot starts talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the last straw, man. I was like, wow, this is, you know. And, and then the whole time I was, I was getting this like electric vibe, like like of energy around me, you know. And it was like, okay, things are, are maybe amping up or something. Because she said that there's a um, an older woman in her house as well that she's had experiences with. And a friend of hers had an experience with the, the refrigerator getting moved or something like that. And it, it was to do with the older woman. Um, so, I, you know, I was like, I don't want to experience her. You know, <laughs> I'm getting the hell out of here. So, was it was it an older house tray or was it downtown? Do you remember? No, this was actually on the islands, believe it or not, like in Wilmington Island. And um, so, you know, I, I don't know about the house's age. I don't. It looked like a it looked like a fairly newer house, but I mean, who knows? You know, um, she could have been attracting. Like again, I, I thought maybe she was um, had some kind of. 
uh, extra, you know, sensory going on. So she could have maybe attracted it from somewhere else, or yeah, maybe it could have been there the whole time. I don't know. What about yeah. uh? Didn't you y'all were driving a car somewhere and you had to get out and look at her, look at the hood of the car, and she started screaming or something? Yeah, like that. yeah. There's another time when we were, and this just goes to show you about how I thought she was maybe a. Uh, I don't know how to word it. I want to say the word psychic, but I don't know if that's the right term to use, but I'm going to, but from the lack, from the lack of a better term, you know, right now, I'm going to use that word psychic. And we were driving down the street and she, um, she, she hit this dog and it, you know, she, the dog ran out in front of us. She hit it. And after that happened, she was so hysterical. She was crying. And she goes, maybe we should get out. and Maybe we should go check on it and all this. And I go, I go, Kim, I don't know if we should do that. I think as, as hard as you hit it, I think the dog might have been deceased, you know. And I don't think it's going to do you any good to turn around and see that. So let's just leave it alone. So she goes, well, what about my car? Can, can you check on the front of the car? So I go, yeah. So she pulls over, um, and it was kind of raining that night. Like it was, it was like really heavy. It wasn't raining hard, but it was like heavy drops of rain. And I, rem I remember I got out, <clears throat> and I'm looking at the front of her truck, and and she has the headlights on. And I'm looking for like maybe blood or something or any damage, and um, I saw like a little bit of blood. And next thing you know, she starts screaming and hollering, Trey, 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 Travis, starts hawking the horn. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, I hop back in this, I go, what What the hell, what in the world is going on? She's crying even harder. She goes, that man, there's a man right next to you. I said, Kim, there ain't no man next to me. What are you talking about? And she says that there's a, a, a man. And she, um, she described him as a, a, a older white guy in a, a white button-up shirt that had blood all over it and was right next to me and was staring like right in my face and was like breathing in and out, like huffing and puffing like so hard that his body was moving up and down, you know, like <sighs> and like j just with anger, like staring at me with like real intense anger and, and, and like negativity. And that's why she saw that and freaked out and, um, you know, told me to get back in the car because she saw that. And I'm just like, what the world? I was like, Kim, there is nobody next to me. I can guarantee you that. I would have seen some dude next to me, you know, <laughs> especially with a bloody shirt. I would have noticed that. So, like, <laughs> the fact that she is just, that she saw that was so emotional about it, it, it just makes me think that, yeah, she's not like, goofing off or fucking around with me or something like something else is going on here you know um, for sure like and it, it really that kind of frightened me too that the fact that there was uh you know some some spear or what have you you know right in my face <laughs> <laughs> you've sufficiently scared me for the uh for the night yeah dude, it, it was it was crazy it's, it's a crazy feeling you know
And, and, I, and, I, and I didn't feel anything next to me at all. Like, I had no kind of sensation of anybody next to me. And it just goes to show you, maybe, you know, people like us that don't have that, there could be spirits around us all the time, you know? We just don't know it because we, we just can't see it like some people can. Yeah, there was uh, one documentary about this uh, young girl uh, who had, you know, she obviously grew up, you know, uh, but she was saying in her childhood, um, there was these, an older couple in her closet that came from her closet and they would like, you know, talk to her and hang out with her and stuff like that. And she was like friends with them. And then one day they made her like do something with like a power line and she almost died from like electrocution. Oh, Lord. And she realized that, like, maybe they're trying to, like, kill her. So she'd stay there with the, with them. Uh, so she had to just, like, ignore them. She said they would, like, sit there and, like, you know, at, you know, beg for her forgiveness and all this kind of stuff. And she just had to pretend like they weren't there. Even though, like, with her, mm -hmm. I guess, psychic stuff, she could sense, you know, she, she could see them. And, you know, isn't that weird? Like, you're... You're ha when you're on that level, kind of like in the uh, sixth sense or something like that, you just kind of have to ignore them. Yeah, I honestly, I I couldn't imagine that if I, especially if I was a child, and and you're having to experience things like that while you're sleeping at night, you know, to have supposedly deceased people come and talk to you or try to communicate with you and you don't know what's going on. I mean, can you imagine that? Especially when you're a kid. Oh, God, yeah. I would be freaked out. I mean, I would... I'm glad I don't have that. That's all I gotta say. I'm glad I wasn't born with that extra sensory perception, for yeah, sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I've always, yeah, I've always kind of thought, like, that was a good explanation mm -hmm. for why kids tend to have like invisible friends it's spirits and stuff that they can see that we can't and that's why as they grow older i feel like maybe there's that's a power or like an ability you grow out of that you don't have as an adult but a lot of these kids that are talking about their invisible friend susie or whatever it may be some crazy old spirit kind of like y'all were talking about just hanging out in the closet yeah you know kids are supposed to be also you know closer to the to the, the veil, you know, especially, mm -hmm. you know, younger kids, because I guess you just got born and, you know, you, you're not, hasn't, haven't been susceptible to, oh, well, ghosts aren't real and, and like logic, basically, you know, so you're kind of just kind of, they say children, that's why they're more susceptible to have experiences because <clears throat> they're kind of closer to that veil, you know. Yeah, definitely, like, um, with the uh, magic and things like that, like, you have to have that childlike innocence um, to have a positive uh, interaction, you know? Like, you have to be at a uh, certain <clears throat> clarity of mind. Like, uh, do you remember uh, that one time when uh, I had... Uh, I was remember when I was like all into the magic and shit like that. He's having like the altar in my bedroom and shit. Like that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was all into. And then one day, I just had like I kept saying that like I had like ESP powers, like I could just like remote view and all this kind of stuff. And it was just weirding me out. I was like posting it on Facebook and stuff like that. And 
y'all came home, like you and mm-hmm. Carrie came home from work or whatever. And, and I was like, hey, man, I'm going to try to like ESP something about y'all. And uh, uh, I just, I like did my little like meditating thing where I put like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember this. You told me yeah. about this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I, so as I was like, mm-hmm. I, kept, I, mm-hmm. I, what I was seeing, I was, I was seeing uh, somebody counting money. It was like two fives and some fours or yeah, and some one uh, one dollar bills. It was real kind of blurry because it wasn't really like clear clear. It was kind of like you know shady, I guess. But um, I was like, okay, that's like fourteen dollars. So I looked at Carrie because I kind of felt like it was coming from, him. and I was like, hey man, do you have fourteen dollars in your wallet? And he's like, no, I don't have money in my wallet. So I looked at you and I was like, huh, maybe it's coming from Trey. And I was like, Trey, do you have the fourteen dollars? And he's like. Nah, I don't, I don't have it. All of a sudden, like Carrie pulls money out of his pocket, and starts <laughs> like count and starts counting it. It was fourteen dollars, and that, and like I was like, okay, yeah, I'm done with all the metric stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like, like it was working, man. <laughs> I know yeah. what what made you want to stop, Ron. That seems like you were doing good. Well, it's weird, you know. Like I was like, okay, yeah, that's where I cross the line. Like uh, when you know, sometimes like, like that made me realize, like it's good, it's good to have that healthy middle balance. You know what I mean? Like people who do that kind of stuff, you you have to, it's a you have to take the cons of that. You know what I mean? And I didn't, I didn't want the cons of me seeing shit I don't want to see and all this, you know, because I respect people's privacy and stuff. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I, it was like a weird thing and and i was eating mm-hmm. like better i was i was like cutting back on cigarettes and smoking and stuff like that I, and uh, i was like yep smoking cigarettes alcohol i could have conjured up the lotto numbers yeah yeah man. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah i mean if it was that easy you know i'm sure everyone would be doing that you know? yeah the the way you can do that is through corruption. Like I think uh, Epstein, like like two of his firms he worked for, like like somehow Epstein won the lottery twice. Really? Yeah. There's he subs- was already rich, that bastard. Yeah, like so, like is the lottery legit? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it just uh, sounds like he knew the right people to help him win to win it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've, right. I've I've heard uh, what they do is they actually get government like employees to kind of like win the lottery and then pay the money back to the government and then get like a little cut. I can see that. That would make sense. <laughs> and every now and then, the little guys win it to keep yeah. it legit looking. To keep it legit, yeah. <laughs> so. um yeah, and, and didn't you get uh, hushed at a uh, cemetery one time? Like, you and uh, our friend Mary. Like... Yeah, I, I did. Um, yeah, that was a very small kind of paranormal event, but noticeable. You know, I noticed it. Me and, me and my friend Mary, we were decided one night that we were going to go to the cemetery and we were just going to go try to do some ghost adventure stuff. You know, we were just going to go see if we can communicate with some ghosts and just, you know, basically just goof off, have fun. I've got a, um, I believe it's called an EMP detector, you know. It's got the three different or four different lights on it, like red, yellow, green, and they light up whenever supposedly um, electronic phenomenon are near you. 
which is supposed to be like what ghosts could create. So I have that with me and I'm waving it around. And, uh, and I believe the cemetery was um, um, off of Oh, there near the Truman, near Jefferson Street, kind of near that exit. You know, it wasn't yeah. Bonner, Bonaventure Cemetery. It was that, that cemetery out there, was it like near Colonial, near Victory. Colonial uh-huh. Cemetery? That's another famous uh, you, one downtown. You talking about the one downtown? <clears throat> yeah, that's the one downtown. No, not that one. This was, it's, it's by the Truman on the Jefferson exit. Yeah, it's actually like a not a it's a boring looking cemetery. It's not like scary looking like Bonaventure or downtown in the colonial. It's just like regular graves. You know, it's a big field though. In, in fact, we got lost in it on our way back. We we couldn't find my car. We were oh, lost for, for two hours in a cemetery at three in the morning. Holy trying shit. to <laughs> Trying to that find my like car. Sounds like the beginning of like a horror movie. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. And Mary was getting freaked out because it was it's kind of a bad neighborhood, you know. <laughs> and uh, and Mary's a little bit of a she's kind of clairvoyant herself in a little bit, and she claimed she was seeing things, and she was starting to get real scared. So I was trying my hardest to find this car, but before all that, we were walking around. And and um, I'm just walking around, and Mary's the one that's like, "Hello, hey, you know, if there's any any spirit here that wants to talk to us, please feel free to, to, to come talk to us. Um, we've got a little communicator here; you can get next to it, and it, and it goes off, you know, blah blah blah. And you know, and I kept messing with Mary, like, Mary, you're aggravating these ghosts because you you know you're just running your mouth so much." And and uh, next thing you know, we're walking. You know, you know every little noise we heard. Mary goes, "What was that?" I'm like, "Mary, that was that was the this." Like we heard these chimes at one point, and Mary thought for sure these were like ghosts and chimes from the beyond. And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't, I don't know, Mary." So we walk, we walk towards the chimes, and sure enough, it's like a gravestone where somebody had put like wind chimes up over it. And uh, like little things like that, like she just like every little noise she thought was a spirit, and I, you know, and I and I'm, I believe in ghosts, and I'm a spiritual guy, but at the same time, you know, I wanna, if if I can't disprove it, then I believe it, you know, but I have to be like, okay, like, you know, what where's this noise coming from? What could it be? You know, I just don't go right into, oh, that was definitely a ghost. You know, it's just not me. You know, Mary, so the only thing the whole night to where it made me be like, wow, that that was something. Was we were walking and Mary is doing her thing, running her mouth like she was doing. And next thing you know, we got quiet and we just we both hear a very clear uh, audible and I go, I go, did you hear that, Mary? She goes, she goes, yeah, I heard that. I go, okay, what just me? I go, what did you hear? She was like, it was a shush. And I go, yes, yes, I heard that too. And and I, I was like, you know, and I messed with Mary. I was like, see there, Mary, you're aggravating the ghost. <laughs> tell you to tell you to shut up. The ghost is like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Like we're trying to, to chill. 
trying you're to over rest, here. We're trying to rest in peace over here. Yeah, yeah. you're over here. You know, yeah, if there's anybody here, come talk to us. Yeah, but I, but that was the only thing that whole night where I was like, wow, that you know, that was something. You know, that was real. I, I heard it. She heard it. it. It was like right there in front of us. You know, and it was a very audible. Like you could you could hear the. You know, it's not like when a person puts their their yeah, their, their finger up their mouth. You know, that's definitely getting edited out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty, <laughs> and we and we took lots of pictures that night, like over a thousand pictures, and uh, we went through them. And there's a couple of, of uh, cool pictures that we had that we that we think we might have caught some stuff. You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah like, it was uh, fun. I remember one of her sto- her stories is uh the one she you know she tells a lot is where she was a kid or something like that and she was in a car and all of a sudden like traffic she was like in a traffic stop and uh some lady comes up to the car and is like hey come with me and she's like all right (laughs) like gets out of the car goes to this lady and they go inside the hospital because the hospital is right there you know they're in the hospital and the lady like walks her into the hospital to where some lady's uh, giving birth she said when she was this lady was giving like birth, there was all these people standing around her, like ghosts or something. And then one of them like walks up to like when the baby's being born, like walks up and like touches it and then like goes into like the baby or something like that. That was one of her her like dreams she had. Dreams, yeah. Yeah, she told me about that. And she feels like that like that was how how people are are reincarn kind of reincarnated, you know, like mm-hmm. She said the people were were scrambling over who gets to go inside the baby, I guess, because that baby is like their their new soul or new life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she told me that story as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she just uh, woke up back in the car or something like that. Yeah, she she told me some other crazy stuff about her and Lawson having an experience with uh, some childlike entities at her house where they were coming up to the door and like apparently even her boyfriend Lawson at the time who uh, passed away unfortunately um, saw saw even he saw these spirits it was like whoa what is this freaked out and you know and he he was even like he he told me about it and was like yeah like no joke I saw these spirits coming up to the door I forget why what they were doing which kind of uh, they they claim and kind of invoke the spirits to come to the door or something, but uh, I think she, she said she was messing with like a little EMP like voice thing, a little, little like maybe that was a yeah a little voice thingy. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that my, was it. actually uh, with her. Um, you know, I had that one experience when doing the randomizing stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, and that's long. Long story short, it was uh, it was pretty wild. And I actually, did get like a picture from that, like a like a black mist or something, like some sort of mist. But um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, that stuff's crazy. But maybe we'll do an episode of that. Maybe not get into that tangent, but uh, maybe <laughs> maybe here we'll uh do something on random nautica. You know about that, Zach? No, I was about to ask you what what you meant with the pictures and stuff like that. Randonautica, it's it's this uh, app um, which is basically like uh, an, the new, the modern day Ouija board. Mm-hmm. 
and um, it basically like shows you stuff that you won't uh, like necessarily like be paying attention to. And sometimes it's a dud, but uh, and it was a dud a couple times. But me and Trey tried to go out. We we found some sort of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre type like yeah like dirt road thing. It was like huh. All oh, right, this, this is it. No, remember, like, oh, this is it. This is gonna be. This is gonna be cool as shit. We're gonna have some, some crazy stuff happen to us. And, and there was like a fence, uh, blocking it. And it was like somebody's private property. So we were like, ah, oh, we're not going back there. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's so a like house the, right there or anything. So the app like tells you places to go. Yeah, yeah like so, random places to go. Yeah, dude. Okay. But uh, in my experience, man, it was crazy because I was like following it right and uh like just what it said and to the spot man when it told me to turn right and i was like okay turn right and i turned right and, and I, it was like uh the the way the branches of this tree and everything came came down and uh stuff like that it looked like a like a like, a, like the like a tree vagina or something. <laughs> <laughs> going until going into like the womb you know of like nature it was weird dude and i was like shocked and i was like oh my goodness and and i looked over at mary and i was like do you see that and she's like yeah i see that and i was like this is where it tells us it's telling us to go Uh and i was like all right well are we gonna chicken out or is this is this it and i was like all right here we go so we, we went in there and when we got inside it was like a dome and the uh, branches and everything, like were it like the way they went it went down, it was weird. It was like we were like domed in, but there was like this big like uh, space in there. And all of a sudden, it was like ten o'clock at night, and like a, a bird flies up in, into the branches above our head, starts chirping. And it's like, why would it like it would it would fly away from us? Why would it fly like into the branches above <laughs> our head and then start? Are you chirping? talking about like walking in? Are you talking about like walking into the tree or like? being surrounded by the branches and stuff yeah like basically it's like yeah it was like imagine like you're inside of a dome mm. but then the the dome is created by like the branches yeah like a canopy of branches and like the opening the opening was like so perfect like we when it said turn right we looked right and there was like there was like the rest you know it was like the only opening you know what i mean it's just, <laughs> oh like, man you know yeah. You remember and, where uh, this tree is, or was it just a random place, really? Yeah, it was out there by the park, but it was like the part, like the back, back part where you kind of have to like. What park track, was it? At? Uh, Mohawk. Okay. Yeah, you have to like it's the back part where you ha- uh, where you have. To oh, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. That part, yeah. Trek, trek through, but um, yeah. So that happened with the bird chirping in the trees overhead, and we're like, "Wow, this is crazy!" And she's, you know, walking around. And, She's over there, like, looking in the ground, looking for something. I guess, she, you know, but long story short, um, I uh, saw a white rabbit jump out of the bushes right in front of, right in front of my feet. Like, cause it's, you know, dark and everything like that, but there's still the moonlight. And it goes, like, running towards uh, the tree line. And I said, well, this is, this is the moment, like, uh, you know, because I wanted to have a positive paranormal experience. And so I run, start running after the white rabbit. I'm like, hey, Mary, come on. You know, this is, this is it. And I go chasing after it. And then I realized as we're, I was getting separated from her, like like the atmosphere changed. And it, the, the air got like, like, you know what I mean? Stale, you know, still. And 
things <laughs> got the environment got bigger you know it like was you know it was a weird thing and i was like wait a minute and it's like this could be some sort of like entity like you know shapeshifter trying to like get me alone in the woods to like kill me <laughs> or either like kill her and make me look like i did it you know what i mean separate us somehow and i was like no nah, and a white rabbit too of all things you know yeah and, and that's what you know that's this that's the sign of all the white rabbit so i but uh went ran back towards her and i was like let's get out of here and as we were leaving, I started taking like Texas Chainsaw Massacre type pictures. Like, I'd walk a few feet and I'd turn around, you know, take a picture. You know, the flash would come on, and it's like, you know, that's the only light, you know, it's like pitch black. I can't see, you know, more than like a few feet, basically, with the light. And, uh, you know, I can kind of see, you know what I mean? Like, it's like dark, dark. You, you can make out the, 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 what is it the, sh- the shapes but you can't really tell the detail you know so uh um i just took pictures like that and when we got to the end a moth uh flew onto my shirt you know and that's like a big thing like in the uh, you know the moth man and all that kind of stuff like shape shifted and uh and it just turned and and on my shirt and turned around and looked straight up at me <laughs> and it wouldn't get off my shirt i tried to like you know, kind of tap it off and all that kind of stuff. And it just stood there and looked at me. So I kind of like rubbed it off of, uh, on some leaves or whatever over there. And, and it was oh, just that's like, pretty cool, man. Yeah. It's crazy. And then in the pictures, it was like a black, uh, in one of the pictures, you can see like a mist, like a cloud of mist. And it looks like a skull. It's like a giant, uh, skull cloud, skull mist cloud. Ah. <laughs> uh. Do you still have these pictures? Yeah, it's on. Uh, yeah, it's on the Facebook. I can try to post it. I'll post it on for the episode and stuff. And uh, if you I'll, if you zoom in to like the center of the thing of the mist cloud, you can see a uh, eye where the pixels make an eyeball uh. like within the mist cloud. It's crazy. It looks like a giant like skull, like a or whatever. So yeah, the Randonautica stuff's no joke. Like, do you, so you don't really know too much about it, Zach? No, no, not at all. And like, with you describing that, I probably don't want to. <laughs> like, that's the stuff I'm interested in, definitely. But in no way do I want to explore it or invite it. Well, they said uh, you can tune oh, it to have a uh, positive experience, you know. But yeah, it, you should well, definitely go go online and look at the. Like YouTube videos of people doing it. Well, and... a lot of it's fake, you know. A lot of it's oh fake. yeah, yeah. But uh, one that's actually real. This is this is real, and you can look up the news article. These kids, uh, teenagers, they went and used Randonautica, and what they wanted because you meditate right, and then you hit the button, and like you know what I mean, like you're manifesting whatever you're thinking about, and you hit the button, it'll show you that. Mm-hmm. So the, so these kids, they they meditated on death. And so they went to the location, right, that the, that the Randonautica app told them to go, and, and they found a suitcase. So they said, huh, and it was over by, like, this dock. They went and opened up the suitcase, and there was a chopped-up human body inside of it. Holy crap. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah, you should definitely look that up, and if you find info on that, that would be a perfect kind of thing to post. I'd like to read about that. Yeah, like so. We'll definitely, uh, maybe in the future, do an episode on uh, Antarctica. Yeah, that'd be fun, and maybe even do like you know before we do it, just you know, 
all, all of us, even use that, you know, do a random not a cove ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> if all three of us go out at the same time, I'll be a little more. Brave. Yeah, all three of us at the same time. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, let, we'll let Ron lead the way. Yeah, as long as take us into my private property, <laughs> which it seems to like to do a lot around yeah, that, here. That's, that's the lure. It's like you have to go to this place, but the catch is you have to jump this guy's fence. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck no. It's like we're we're older. We don't do that shit no more. <laughs> yeah, fucking Pokemon Go. <laughs> right. Right. It's a it's a more intense version of Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, more a haunted version. <laughs> how how far did you chase the rabbit, Ron? That that story interested me. Like how long before you started chasing it did you get the bad vibe coming uh, off of it? Um, I'd say I mean, I probably, like, uh, I mean, you know, at least uh, 50 yards from her, maybe. Yeah, so you chased yeah. it for a good little while. Well, half, you know, maybe a half a football field or, or maybe, no, nah, maybe like a a little less than half a football field. That was it. Yeah. It's still cool, like, man. It's a cool experience, cool story. So, yeah, Savannah's, you know, definitely uh, if you're into spooky paranormal ghost type stuff, uh, this is your, this is uh, definitely a, uh, a, a place you want to put on your bucket list of, you know, your travel bucket list, I guess, if you're into that shit. Yeah, and you have a lot of like haunted houses and, and places that you could go, you know, on like that, like, like kind of touristy stuff. And then there's like things that like, like say like you and me know that are that are kind of a look like only locally known like the cross or Hell's Gate. Like you know that that's not on any kind of a brochure about Hell. Welcome to Savannah, you know, ghost tours. You know, that's um, just like lo- only local people know about that. You know. No. Oh, yeah. Like and, the cross, you y'all y'all know about the cross, I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, Hell's Gate. Oh, lost Trey. Let's see. <laughs> he starts talking about all the deep, serious stuff, and he gets cut off. <laughs> so yeah, the cross. For some people, let me people that's not from here. There's out near the water. There's a lot of these walking trails and stuff on the marsh, but there's this big giant wooden cross and. It's out kind of in the middle of nowhere with no light, so it's a pretty popular place for people to go at night and explore and kind of see what <clears throat> creepy stuff is going on out there. Yeah, there's just so many uh, places. It's just and and you know maybe we're all, maybe everybody in in this area is just uh, schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, grow like if you live here, growing up and stuff, it's. You hear all the time about how haunted and how many spirits are, so it's kind of been planted in your mind from the beginning. Yeah, it's just uh, has that you know. I'm sure there's obviously other famous haunted locations like the uh, Gettysburg, uh, the Battle of the Gettysburg, I think, right, in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Yeah, the field. There's a lot of famous mm-hmm. sightings from there, which. Obviously, it would be, I would guess, from all the spirits of people that died there during the war. The Medieval Horror, which is probably, uh, I, I heard, uh, recent. 
You think so? Yeah, I think there was some stuff I heard about it, like being like a bunch of like crap or something. I mean, there were there were real murders, right? Big. Oh shit! That was real. Oh, maybe I no, maybe yeah. I, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, without going in it, like without I don't know all the specific details, but yeah, there was definitely a guy, as far as I know, that lived there. He, he ended up murdering the rest of his family that was in the house with him, and his claim was that there was some kind of a spirits or entity that was possessing him, or you know, compelling him to do this. But a lot of people think that was just his alibi to try to get off on a a crazy plea. But who really knows? Yeah, it so it seems like that would be Syracuse. Like, oh, it's like, oh, the devil told me to, to do it. Yeah, that's basically what he was saying is that, hey, this isn't, this isn't, you know, this wasn't me. This was something I was possessed to do. But with everybody else, you know, that was involved with it being murdered and passed away, there would be no real way to, to know what happened. Yeah, what I guess Talking about yeah, the Amityville horror. Oh, uh, but yeah, and I guess uh, I mean, hard. Yeah, you know yeah. that you know it was actually not true. It was actually discussing all the hoax. Like there, there was a real murder there, though. The, but, there, there was. You're you're right. There was a real, yeah. a real guy that killed his family. But uh, I don't know if it was at that exact place or, or what. But I know that it was all for a book sale. And it was supposed to be fake. I, I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, going on Google Earth and looking at different places. And that's one of those places that if you go on Google Earth, they actually blur the house. Oh, really? Yeah, because they don't want people... I mean, I don't really know the reasoning, I guess, but they just don't want to be associated with that story like you were talking about. So they blur out the house so you can't even see what it looks like anymore. Yeah, there's like a haunted house here in Savannah. It, it doesn't even have like a, a name or anything. It's just an address, but it's on Abercorn Street, and uh, it's a private property. But the to- the ghost tours will still take you down the side the sidewalk. <laughs> right. So, like, imagine, on on uh, Abercorn, you said? Yeah, and like the there's people that live there now, and imagine that you're just living there, and like every day people are coming by your house and like pointing and looking at it and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that pissed me off. Yeah, no. <laughs> right, especially if you didn't, if you're one of those people that didn't see anything, you're like, these people are crazy. I wish they'd go away. Yeah. <laughs> all that ghost is like lurking over your shoulder. Like, yeah, these people need to go away. Yeah. <laughs> but um, is there anything uh, y'all, uh, y'all wanted to wrap up with? Um... You know, I just wanted to. Uh, thank everybody that um, for listening that is listening, and uh, you know, of course, I always want um, always say this, you know, guys, if you if you're all listening, man, give us y'all's feedback on how y'all think we're doing. And um, you know, um, for me, you, you know, if y'all want to leave me any personal feedback, can reach me at um, on Instagram at uh, what is it Trey White seven 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 seven, and um, I think my Facebook is just Trey White. Um, I'm sure there's lots of Trey Whites in the world. I don't know how to distinguish between mine and theirs, but it's <laughs> good looking one, and that's Trey. Yeah, I figure out how to do that. But what about y'all? Well, uh, I was gonna say, man, yeah, like uh, you know, 
hit hit us up in the DMs and stuff. But for you know, train sack because I know y'all are kind of new with the Instagram stuff. Uh, don't click on everything that people send you because uh, a lot of it is like hackers trying to hack your account and then they'll try to get you to uh, click on a picture, click on a message or something like that, and it'll uh, hack your account. So be careful. You know, obviously, like if it's they're sending you something like informative and things like that, that's cool. But if they send you something saying, "Hey," Uh, the first person who can say this gets $500,000. Oh, God. You know, you know better. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know better. $5,000. Click. And bam, dick pic right in your face. Yeah. You've been hacked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't had enough interaction on my page to have to deal with that yet. Maybe, maybe I can. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I'm still learning how to full full Instagram. That's for sure. Yeah, but then uh, you know, I'm trying to be more active on the. Uh, you know, I have uh, pages for the show. I'm trying to be. More yeah, I'm trying to be more interactive too. I'm trying to learn uh, better on how to share stuff, and but you know, I I will get it, and I'll learn how to do pictures and stuff. And, I'm actually uh, thinking about uh, starting a Discord, like, and uh, having it where, you know, we can set it up, like, kind of like a, where we can just hang out or whatever, like, with people, you know, I don't know how it goes, but we'll see. <laughs> Come well, like I'm, the, I'm, uh, I'm just uh, throwing throwing ideas out there. We, you know, who knows if any of it will come to fruition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um yeah, anything how about you, Zach? Anything you wanna leave the audience with? Uh, no, not in particular. Kind of like Trey and Ron said. Uh, check us out on Instagram. You can check out my Instagram, IOT Zach. Uh, I'll try to post some pictures here for this for this episode, but I just was really excited and had a lot of fun hearing Trey's stories because these most of these are ones I haven't heard before. So you definitely gave me a good spook for tonight and it was a lot of fun to hear all that. Oh, cool. I'm glad I could spook you out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, um, and uh, we're definitely going to maybe revisit the ghost topic in the future, maybe with some uh, guests or something like that. But uh, I think that's enough mm-hmm. uh, talk about Savannah for, for now. But we just wanted to cover it again, uh, you know, so Trey could share his stories. And, you know, because of it being St. Patrick's Day, around St. Patrick's Day, and we have a big yes. festival here for it. Yeah, big time. So, uh, looking forward yeah, come to <laughs> yeah, uh, getting into other topics now. Um, I think uh, the next topic we're going to be getting into is possibly uh, some some Bigfoot, you know, some... Uh, oh, some yeah, some, maybe some Bigfoot UFO. Oh, yeah. Powers, man. People think that stuff's silly, but you do the research and look at some stories, man, you'd be surprised. Yeah, oh yeah. Like I honestly, like I, I being longtime conspiracy theorist person, Bigfoot stuff was cool, but then it kind of faded away. But it's Bigfoot's starting to come back, and uh, you know they always said Bigfoot is the uh, he's the key or something like that. You know he's the uh, I forgot what the term was. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like if you could figure out what's going on with Bigfoot, you could maybe figure out what's going on with. A lot of the paranormal stuff. <laughs> a lot of what's going on because, you know, at first you're thinking he's just this, this ape, 
just monkey man or whatever yeah. out in the wilderness but then you're thinking like wait maybe maybe he has like telepathic or tele- teleporting powers you know he's able to just like teleport shit. yeah exactly just boot just teleports you know, like what's up with that you know that's maybe that's why you don't ever see a skeleton or well i don't want to get too much into yeah, it yeah 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 no, you know, no, <laughs> but uh yeah so um I'm, i hope y'all had a good time I'm, I'm kind of a little tipsy you know i'm not a big drinker so yeah me too <laughs> I'm a, bit, I'm a bit sloppy. I'm a bit sloppy. Ron just volunteered that information for everyone, in case you're wondering. Yeah, right. You're a smoker, not a drinker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Lover, not a fighter. So, you know, for the old St. Patrick's Day episode, you know, usually I save this for the tavern. We got to get you guys on there sometime, you know? Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, uh, maybe even... Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to start setting up, uh, you know, guests to come on and hang out with us and stuff. Uh, so it'd be cool to hear, uh, you know, them share, you know, their stories or their uh, information they have to, to for us to, you know, hear and, uh, you know, give our imagination opinions on uh, see i'm fucking up now no <laughs> i don't even know what the fucking say I'm fucking we're gonna up. have yeah. guests that's what runs that's what we're, probably, yeah, we're gonna have some guests in the future guys <laughs> I'm gonna edit this hopefully and, like be all sloppy i'm gonna like editing and like oh yeah save it for tomorrow for shame <laughs> drink a water drink a bottle of water or something but uh yeah i guess uh you know we'll talk to y'all later i guess y'all want to say who wants to do the sign off or something I would do the sign off. Thanks for listening into the imaginary thought. Of course, anytime, guys, we appreciate any listeners. Give us feedback, and uh, we love and appreciate all y'all. And until next time, imaginary thought, peace out.